Thank you for being with us today. We would love to have you join us in person. To partner with us or to give online, go to www.upperroomohio.com. We hope you enjoy this message. All right, good morning. Do I have something white in my hair? Is it? Okay, it looked like I had fuzz or tape or something. <laughs> I don't know. Last week I walked around, I had like pockets of, of glitter like here, here, and here on my pants because of one of the crafts, and I didn't know it, and it was stuck to my pants, and I was just... <laughs> and then afterwards I got home, and I'm like, what in the world? Um, okay, I am excited to talk today. And first of all, I was listening to a speaker a long time ago, and one of the first things she said when she got up was she said she thanked the people and so I thought that really touched my heart. I just want to thank you guys for being here, but not only that, but just for letting me talk and for being open to hear, you know, whatever I'm saying. So I just thank you for that. And um, if you remember a long time ago, one time when I spoke, I read out of the book of awesome. Does anybody, did, was anyone here when I did that? Oh, cool. Okay, cool. I, I, I uh, marked a couple. So what you have to do when I read them, is if you think it's awesome. Like, these are things that are like, when it happens, you're like, oh, that's so awesome. You know, like, it just gets you excited. So if that's you and you agree with me, you can just, like, do a woot or a clap or something. Like, just respond, okay? All right, the first one. Picking the perfect nacho off someone else's plate. Oh, yeah, see? Okay. Picking up a Q and a U at the same time in Scrabble. Isn't that awesome? If you have the Q and the U, you are going to definitely create a word. Um, okay, the moment at a restaurant after you see your food coming from the kitchen but before it lands on your table. That's good, except for when you think it's yours and then the, you're like, yeah, our food's coming. And then they set it down at the table right next to you. You're like, yeah, and you're mad, okay. When, this one's kind of funny. When you didn't play the lottery and your numbers didn't come up. It's a good one. Uh, a long hug when you really need it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Pushing those little buttons on the soft drink cup lid. You know what I'm talking about? They say cola and diet and, I forget, and other, I think, and you're like, ting, ting. and then if you get a lid, it's already pushed, you're like, I want to do it. Okay. Oh, this one, paying for something with exact change. Does anyone really ever do that anymore? I, when, do you know, like, so many people don't pay for, with cash a lot of times anymore, and so when you're in line and you're like that person that you're looking for three more pennies, and does anyone else just feel like everybody, everyone behind you is annoyed? And so I'm like scurrying, trying to find the pennies, and I can't find the darn pennies. And it's like, what? What is that? I like paying with exact change. It's really fun. Okay. I also like playing with, paying with quarters. At Thanksgiving, we played this game. It's the quarter game, and I won, and I won $42 in quarters. Yeah. <laughs> and so mainly I just pay for it at the coffee shop because I feel like, that's okay there. And so every day I go in there and I'm like, I got $3 and quarters. And they're just like, yeah. Okay, last one. When you're right near the end of the book and you like have, th you like, does anyone do this? And you're like, oh my gosh, three more pages. 
oh, it's so good. You're like, I've almost made it. All right, anyways, aren't those awesome? Those are awesome things. Okay, now for the serious moments. Um, what I want to do today, so I, you know, you get up here and like, you kind of get a little bit of direction. Aaron's like, you know, we're in the series. He shall be called. It's like, fine. You know, don't you trust me? I know what I'm doing. Um, but so I'm processing that. And then there's this song that Kim Walker's, um, got on the radio, the love came down song that's been on K love a lot. It's incredible. It's a great song. That song's been just ministering to me ever since I first heard it, which was just only like two weeks ago. And I've just been listening to it over and over and over. And there's so many things, like revelation that's just popping into my brain as I'm listening to it. So I was kind of having a little bit of a difficult time figuring out, like, what... Because I felt like that was the song that God was just really ministering to me through. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take something from here, right? So I was, like, having a hard time. At first, I was like... The first part, it says, in a moment, everything changed. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just speak on the suddenlies. And then God's really been speaking to me about things happening very rapid. So then I was like, well, maybe I'm going to speak on the things happening immediately. So I had all these ideas, so I started, you know, processing, trying to find stories. And then I think it was like yesterday morning, I just felt like the Lord just clearly said, like, he's wanting me to speak and share with you just a reminder of, like, the gifts that he has for us. You know, at Christmas, we're celebrating, like, him coming, and we're worshiping, and we're glorifying, and we're praising him for coming. And I think, I felt like it's also this opportunity for us to recognize, like, he is a gift to us, and we get to give out the gifts he gives us, but I really want to hone in on this piece of him having all of these gifts that he wants to give us. And so I want to read um, some of the lyrics from the song, just because it proves what I'm trying to talk about. It says, in a moment, everything changed. On a silent night came the promised child. So I feel like as I'm reading these lyrics, there are titles of God, names of God, character traits of God that he that's, that are gifts that we could receive from him, that he wants to pass out to us, that he wants to give us, right? So he's the promised child. In a stable, so humble and poor, unto us was born the Savior of the world, which Aaron already took that part of my message because he already talked about him being the Savior. So I skip that. I'm just kidding. Never. Love, okay, then it says, love came down. So he's love, which we know God is love. But also he wants to... There's, there are gifts of love that he's wanting to pass out. I feel like sometimes we can know, like, God is love. He loves me. I love people. But there's also this opportunity of, like, a depth of the love that he has to pour out on us, right? Um, hope was found. So he's hope. A star lit the sky. The angels cried glory. Light broke through the darkest night. Hope is alive. In a moment, peace broke out. Now the prince is here. There's no need to fear. In a manger, eternity rests. Unto us was born the savior of the world. Love has come for you. Love has come for me. All the earth will sing, Emmanuel. There's so many pieces to that. It's like, oh, so good. So what I want to do um, today is just like take a little bit of time, and then we're going to just have some good time at the end. But I want to just, I just really want to like, I want to impress on you, and I want to like, give you this opportunity to open up to these gifts that he has for us. And um, so would you just put your hand on your heart? I'm just gonna, we're just going to pray for ourselves. So God, I just ask that you would just open the eyes of our heart, God, that we could just be so open to receiving whatever you're pouring out for us today, whatever you're gifting us with today. God, let us get deeper revelation, new understanding. Let us hear these things that we've heard maybe a hundred times. Let us hear it differently today. God, open our ears to hear, Lord, and, and God, we just ask your Holy Spirit that you would just 
would you just like pull out of us what it is that we really need, Lord? Expose to us the things that we may need that we don't even realize, but also, God, that you would pull up the things that we desire and that we want, and that it's okay to have desires and wants, God, and we don't have to just address our needs, what we need from you, God, but that we could also express our desires and our wants and our dreams to you, God, and you want to gift us with that as well. So, God, we just we thank you for what is going to transpire, what's what you're going to do to transform in us today, God. And we just we hear the word that you have for us today in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so we had the song, and then this week I get Aaron and I got on Monday, we received this ginormous package at our house, and um, so we would look at we were like literally we got this. We knew there was something coming, okay? We didn't know what. These people that t- gave this to us, they said, be on the lookout for, you know, a package to arrive. And we were both, like, we were in text group, and we both replied, I did, with the elf, you know, Buddy the Elf. He's like, Santa's coming! We were so excited, I didn't know what to think. Anyway, so it arrives on Monday, and literally we get, we, we get our gift. It's something very, like, just something that we've desired for a, lot of, for a couple years now. We just haven't been able to get it. And it is not something spiritual <laughs> at all, but it could be. Anyway, it's something for your physical body. It, okay, fine. I'll just tell you. It was a rower, a row machine. Oh, my gosh. He and I have been talking about this just between the two of us for several years now, okay? So, anyways, that's beyond the point, kind of. So, it comes to our door, and we knew immediately what it was. And we literally just looked at each other. We were like, we had no idea how, like, I didn't at least. Now, I, I just, I've talked to you guys before about like being a good receiver and how sometimes that's hard for me to just receive. I, I feel like I'm just, I naturally just love to give. I love to bless. I love to surprise people and just, you know, whatever. And so sometimes it's hard for me to be a receiver. So I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to receive this gift. It's, I don't know. It's just so, so weird, but amazing at the same time. So anyways, all I have to say, so I'm texting with these people and I'm just kind of sharing my heart and the whole thing. And um, when they text me back, one of the things that they said in it was just so revelatory. It was like, um, I'm learning how to give um, because I'm acknowledging the person and I'm giving out of honor and out of love rather than out of, out of need. Okay, so this, is, this kind of can go deep because, I mean, I know it's so, so natural for us. We, when we give, we want to we meet the need, right? Like, I mean, obviously, we want to meet people's needs. But something shifts when we start to look at it that way. Like, I'm giving this gift because of I'm acknowledging you. I'm acknowledging you as a person. I value you. I honor you. I'm not just checking it off the list like, I should get you a gift, like, blah, blah, blah. No, it's because I'm actually taking it a step deeper, and I'm acknowledging who you are, and I value you. And this just completely wrecked me as I was just reading that. I've just been praying and processing over that. Like, I never thought, like, words are good, and affirmations are good. But, man, when someone does something like that, like, that really touched my heart because it made me realize, like, I'm acknowledged as a person, 
Not just like, what can you do for me? You do, you do so much, you know? And so anyway, all that to say, this has sparked this whole thing about gifts and how the Father wants to just give us gifts just like that. Like, it paralleled the Father so much. It doesn't matter how crappy you are. It doesn't matter how many bad thoughts you have. It doesn't matter how bad of a person you think you are. He wants to just give you every single gift in the book, whether you want it or not. He, he knows your need before you even think it or voice it. He just wants to give them to you because he's a good father. He acknowledges who you are. He sees the value in you, and he just wants to honor you. And so, okay, so that's, what, so that's where we're going with this. Did I get that knocked into you? Okay, good. All right. The whole, it's the whole parallel of why he sent Jesus. Because he, he values us as people, and he knew we needed a Savior, right? He knew our need before we did. So good. Okay, so we have, I've, I've broken it up kind of into two sections of gifts. The first one that I'm not going to talk about too long, but that's the, the gifts of the Spirit, right? The spiritual gifts that we talk about in 1 Corinthians 12. So I do want to read those. So we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 12. I, I, I literally have like 25 Bible verses, but I'm probably not going to read them all, so just... Sorry. Uh, I do want to read this. Because sometimes, too, we're not even, we, sometimes we don't even know what is available to us. If you've not read or heard or learned about the spiritual gifts, you may not even know that the gift of interpretation of tongues is available to you. Right? So let's read this. The, the, the gifts from the Holy Spirit. I'm going to start in verse 4. 12 verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but they are all from the same spirit. There are different ways to serve, but the same Lord to serve. And there are different ways that God works through people, but the same God. God works in all of us in everything we do. Sometimes from the spirit can be seen, something from the spirit can be seen in each person for the common good. I'm reading out of the New Century Version. I'm sorry that we don't have that version on the computer, so it's a little different. Verse 8. The Spirit gives one person the ability to speak with wisdom, and the same Spirit gives another the ability to speak with knowledge. The same Spirit gives faith to one person, and to another the one, that one Spirit gives gifts of healing. The Spirit gives to another person the power to do miracles, to another the ability to prophesy. He gives to another the ability to know the difference between good and evil, also like discernment. The Spirit gives one person the ability to speak in different kinds of languages, and to another the ability to interpret those languages one spirit, the same spirit, does all these things. The spirit decides what to give each person. So we have all these gifts of the spirit available to us, right? I want to invite you and encourage you that as I'm sharing some of these gifts and some of these things, I just want to see your desires for these things to increase too, right? Because every good gift that he gives us is only going to be used to edify us, lift us up, and empower us as we move forward, and help us to apply different things to every situation that we go into and encounter. So we have all these gifts from the Holy Spirit that are available to us. Um, okay, the spiritual gifts. Now, the next section of gifts that I, gifts, I just say gifts, like I think of like presents, like things that he's just giving us, right? And so the names of God. So now I'm tying in our theme, he shall be called. And I was thinking about this, and we've got all of these names of God, and like Aaron told us, a week or two ago, that there's like 951 titles of God. But his titles are who he is, that they are his character, they are the things that he will do. Like, this is, this is the things that are available to us, okay? So I'm obviously not going to go through all of them, but I just picked out some 
that just spoke to me just as I was studying and reading and looking through things. So obviously the first one, Savior, right? He is Savior. So he is here to, for John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that we should not perish but have everlasting life, right? So it is a gift. The other thing about God, he is not going to make you take these gifts. He's not going to be like, yeah, you have to have this. That is not who he is. That is not who he is. And so these are opportunities for us to choose. I love the fact that I get to choose to receive these gifts. I get to choose to say no, too, I guess. But I also I get to say yes to all of these things he offers. All right. So, Savior. I forgot to read the verse that's the most important verse to this whole entire message. And that is James 1.17. Can you, hop back? Can you hop back and put that one up? I'm going to refer to this a lot. It's the one that says, what, yeah, whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Right? Every good and perfect gift. So we have Savior. Okay. God is love. If you need the gift of love, sometimes we don't even know how to receive love because we've never actually um, been shown love in our life. I mean, you know, I don't know. You could be married and still feel like you don't know how to receive love from a spouse, right? So God is love. If that's the gift that you need today, I just feel like as I'm talking and sharing, I I know that the Spirit's going to bring stuff up in you that you're like, yep, I that's, I desire that. I need that. I want that. Like, he's going to meet our needs and our wants. It's not just what we need. Remember, it's our needs and our wants. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, though, I will say this. It does say, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So I'm just going to encourage you to just eagerly desire the gift of love and be able to love people well, love yourself well. I don't know. I just want a deeper revelation of love. Man, love is used so flippantly and just used so manipulatively sometimes that God just let us have a deeper revelation of pure love, right? Okay. Abba, which Aaron also mentioned today, but Father. If you, like, I, sometimes we walk around and we just feel fatherless. We're just like, I need a father. I need someone and we all, we all, we, we, we do all have this desire for a father, right? I just need someone to father me. I just need, like, someone to fall into his lap, just, like, scoop me up. That is God. If that's what you need, if that's the gift you want, the gift to understand, like, father in your life, he's Abba. Okay, Jehovah Jireh, which means my provider. And um, Brianna was sharing a story with us in the room before we came out. Does anyone ever wonder what happens in the little room to the left before we walk out? Sometimes I walk out and everybody's just watching us, you know, and it's like, there's so many fun things that happen. We laugh a lot. We get really stupid, and I love it so much. But the main point is to have unity and to pray. And we have an intercessor that comes in there, and they've been praying beforehand, and they just share what God's laid on their heart for the service for you guys, for the worship team, for the preacher, all these things. And anyways, in that... Um, Brianna was sharing with us a testimony of, um, and it kind of goes with the father thing. It's a father and provider piece. 
So um, Brianna's father relationship in her life has not been good, right? So sometimes I think when that happens, the enemy wants to remind us of that and allow that to creep back in in certain situations. So she had a situation going on with her car. Car broke down, a problem with her car. Her, one of her good friends had the same thing happening, something with their car. Or her friend's dad fixed it for her for free, right? And so in that moment, she's like, I'm mad. I don't have a dad. Like, why don't I have a dad to fix my car? You know, these types of things. And, you know, we go there. And, and without, like, no, has not even having a conversation with the person that was fixing her car, not even saying, hey, can you give me a discount? Nothing like that. Like, they come back and they're like, we're just going to take care of the rest of this for you. And this is God as father and God as provider. Provision. If you need provision in a certain area, in a, in a job, in a financial situation, whatever, he is provider. He wants to gift that for you today. Healer. Jeremiah 30, 17. Let me see if I can find it in all my little sticky notes. Jeremiah 30, 17. Okay. I love this. I will bring back your health and heal your injuries, says the Lord. I will. I will bring back your health and heal your injuries. And I don't necessarily think that that's just relating to our physical injuries. How many of us have emotional injury, mental injury, like heart pains? We've been hurt. This is what the healer does. He comes in. Like, I just encourage you today, if you've got something going on, you know, you like, I need some fixing. Just admit it. For crying out loud, just admit you need, gosh, just admit it. And he just wants to come in and just heal that up. You know, man, that's so good. Healer. Okay, Prince of Peace. I want to read this one too. John 14, 17, or 14, 27. It says, I leave you peace. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world does, so don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Like, if we could receive that gift and understanding of the peace that he gives, we, we would radically demonstrate Jesus in every situation. People can feel the peace that you carry. And I'm not talking like when you come in like, and you're like, you've got like three kids hanging on you and your hair's halfway done, your coat's on inside out, and you're dragging a toilet paper behind you. Like, I get it. I've done that. I've done weird things before. I'm saying that when we understand this gift that the Prince of Peace brings, we could, walk, we could actually be doing that, and there's still a peace about us. And people are like, what is different? So it's just like this gift of peace that the Prince of Peace gives. Counselor. I don't know about you, but like I need a counselor like literally every day of my life. And I cannot always call Josh because he's got a life, right? So God, as, as we are running into things, and there are times when you just feel like, I think it's okay. If you just feel like, I don't know or want, I don't know or want to talk to anybody, but I do know I need counsel. And so he is the counselor. He wants to deliver that to you, the, the, the filling up the need of having someone to counsel you and talk to you. Emmanuel, we used to sing a song, the old building, <laughs> Emmanuel, and it means God with us. 
God with us. He, he wants to be with us. He is with us. He is handing this stuff out. I was thinking when I was thinking about the Emmanuel piece, I'm like, are you lonely? Because if you're lonely, then you just need a little gift of this God with us piece. Just to receive this understanding that he is with you. Defender. He is our defender. I was listening to the defender song this morning. Um, I think it's Deuteronomy. Can we do Deuteronomy 31.6? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Be strong and brave. Don't be afraid of them and don't be frightened because the Lord will go, your God will go with you. He will not leave you or forget you. I like this one version better. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not panic for them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. How many, you don't have to raise your hand, but like probably every person in this room would feel like they've been failed by someone and abandoned and or abandoned by someone, right? But God, I love how it says he will personally go ahead of us. He is our defender. Like he is walking ahead of us. He wants to protect us. He wants to defend us. He wants to conquer all these things ahead of us. Ah, he won't leave. He won't fail. He won't abandon. It may feel like he's failed you, but the truth is that he hasn't. Just what you thought it was going to be like isn't what his plan was. But he hasn't failed. He hasn't failed. He hasn't failed or abandoned. Okay, hope. He is our hope. I, said, I shared at the first service that like when I hear these stories of suicide, I am heartbroken, obviously, for obvious reasons, a death, a fan, you know, just losing a person, but, but it takes me to this place of, that I cannot wrap my mind around how, how, I think it's such a travesty that you could be that hopeless. That, to me, means that there's just literally not even an ounce of hope in your brain, right? So, man, I just encourage you, as you start to recognize that you're beginning to feel this sense of hopelessness, hopelessness, just invite this hope to come in your life. Like, he is hope. He brings hope. He gives hope. Helper. He is our helper in trouble. He is our helper when we're in times of need. Redeemer. I looked up the definition. Redeem means gaining possession of something or regaining possession of something, I should say. Um... So, like, my aunt was sharing a story with us yesterday of she had $2,000 um, taken out of her checking account, and it was 20 days until she recognized this money was gone. So, you know, she doesn't use internet, so she was all, you know, she felt like, I know I'm not online, blah, blah, blah. But I said, as I was processing this, I'm just thinking, you know, what, re what a redeemer does is he comes in, and he not only gives back the $2,000, but he does something like this from the bank. Oh, by the way, since we didn't let you know sooner, we're just going to add an additional 500 or $1,000 to your account just because we feel like we let you down. That is what a redeemer does. Man. And so it's not just finances. It's in relationships. Do you know how often the enemy just wants to come in and just destroy relationships for silly things? But it feels real. I'm not saying it's not. It feels real. But God just wants to be the redeemer for those things today and just come in and let you take back and regain possession of something that was taken from you, stolen from you. Restorer. I love this one. 
Restore means to return, repair, reinstate, bring back. I think, like, we look back on life and we're like, man, how did that happen? How did I go from that place to this place? And what happened in that relationship? God can restore. He wants to restore. Ah, these are all the things he wants to do for us. Um, 1 Peter 5.10 says, and after, and after you suffer for a short time, God, who gives all grace, will make everything right. He will make you strong and support you and keep you from falling. After you suffer for a short time, our short time might mean, God, I can only suffer this for a day. His short time might mean 30 years, but it's just short to him. But the promise is, after you suffer for a short time, God will make everything right. He will redeem. He will restore. So good. So good. <sighs> okay. Um, I, can the band come up? I want to read a verse at the end to kind of finish this out. I know. We're, we're, it's only 1230. We're doing really good. Actually, it's 1230. Oh, my gosh. We have a couple minutes. Okay. Matthew. This is what I'm ending on. Matthew 7. 11. The band's going to come up. They're going to play music, and we're going to be activated in this. I love this verse. This is, just to, this is just to let you know. This is just to remind you. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? Man, I just want to break off of you this feeling that you, like, you can't ask God for something. So, God, I, just, I break off this lie right now that, you, that anyone in here may not feel worthy or um, able to ask you for a gift that they're desiring from you, God. Right now, we just break off that lie. We just invite heaven just to come into the room, Lord. God, I just thank you that you do give every good and perfect gift. It comes from you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.